0: Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk Liverpool. It finished Liverpool 2-Wolves 1 at Molyneux. It was a very tense game. Probably what I would say is our most difficult game of the season. Obviously, we still came away with a win. uh, And even though we drew that United game, this for me, watching it, um, maybe it was kind of down to us. Maybe not playing at our full potential, but also Wolves playing really, really well. Uh, But this for me was definitely... Um, our hardest game of the season so far, uh, Champions League included, I think. And I think it was kind of a game, it felt like a game of two halves, really. Like in the first half, um, because because we got that early opening goal, it felt like that kind of calmed our nerves a bit, um, and Wolves were a bit frustrated with that, uh, and they didn't necessarily get into their rhythm or play their game. But then it looks like Nuno got into them at halftime and uh, they came out a very, very different beast in the second half. Um, and they were just causing us problems. Obviously, we'll get on to Adama Triore a little later on in the episode. But um, him and Raul Jimenez in particular uh, just like just turned it on in the second half. Um, and we defensively looked a lot more... At, we looked a lot at C. And obviously, we haven't conceded for a long time. Um, and that was blown in this game. Uh, but yeah, I think we you know we'll look back at this one if we do um you know we'll look back at this one at the end of the season and say you know that was a really really tough game and and we came through um we came through a really tough period and i think it was it was not it was not only that because um, we've had other games where like the Aston Villa game for example, or the Sheffield United game where we were dominating we just weren't we didn't take our own we just didn't take our chances the opposition weren't really causing too many problems. but in this game it was very different in that the opposition were causing lots of problems um, and we were able to stay strong and resilient enough um, to, to you know to, to only concede one goal but then always keep ourselves and give ourselves a chance of getting that goal. Uh, and going on to win the game which Bobby Firmino, Bobby Firmino did and which he's done so far he's done like you know so impressively for us this season like throughout December and January it's not about his goals but it's about the winning goals he's getting so you know I, I think about the Club World Cup final I think about the Club World Cup semi-final where he came on I think about the Tottenham game you know he's not only scoring goals he's scoring the winning goals um, and that and, and obviously you know we don't need to talk about the importance of uh, Roberto Firmino to the Liverpool team. I think it's it's very well understood. However, I don't think we can underestimate um, you know, scoring these winning goals, how important it is to to the team uh, and how important it is for the momentum and everything going into our season. But at the beginning of the game, I think we, obviously we all knew this was going to be a tough game. Um, City had gone to Molyneux earlier this season and lost as well. Uh, when we played them at, at Anfield, it was kind of a bit of a... Um, an outlier of a game I think obviously Jimenez and Traore didn't start because they played City just like two days before I think or something um, and we just about beat them then um, obviously we weren't our best then either but um, you know we've had some tough games against Wolves um, we always knew that was going to be the case and that's why it was so great to see uh, that opening goal and get it and so early in the first half and it was um, obviously Wolves were very disappointed to concede from a set piece I think out of everything they would have talked about um not conceding from sent pieces would have been would have been a big one, um, but it was an unlikely scorer from a corner. That you know they they're often so worried about the likes of Van Dyke, Firmino from corners. It was a very clever play from Jordan Henderson uh, to just break into the box uh, because of the way they were marking. They were very deep because there was only marking it left them a lot of space just to run into the ball. Um, didn't get the cleanest contact, but but it was enough to get it past Rory Patricio. Um, but yeah. I just before we move on from that goal and the rest the rest of the first half, I think Jordan Henderson had another fantastic game, obviously getting his goal, um, but then the assist for Firmino's goal as well. And um, yeah, I, I think uh, Jordan Henderson has exemplified so much about what it what it means to be a Liverpool player and Liverpool captain. And I know obviously there was a lot of talk and there's been some articles in the last couple of weeks actually um, about him particularly and how, you know, this season in particular, he's begun to... I guess, maybe step out of that Steven Gerrard shadow in terms of captaining Liverpool. And he's really crafting his own now. And he, he is making, you know, he's making that captaincy in that position and his in the team uh, an absolute dead So, You know, even at the beginning of the season, he wasn't... If we have all of our midfielders, it was a... I don't think Henderson really starts. However, now... It's a complete opposite story, you know. Henderson is the first one of the first names on the team sheet, along with Alison Van Dyke um, and maybe Bobby Firmino. Uh, just, just um, you know, goes to show like how much effort he's put in, uh, how well he's playing, you know, how how on form he is. And uh, yeah, I just don't have enough positive words um, to say about Jordan Henderson. He's just been absolutely mega and fantastic all this season. Not only not only uh, against Wolves, but yeah, as the first half kind of wore on um we 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 didn't really we created a couple of chances i think Mo salah had a chance where we kind of cut in and was trying to play the ball past but there's some good defending boss, uh, defending by the wolves defenders um but obviously the other talking point from the first half uh which we which we have to talk about is Marne's injury um obviously i'm recording this just pretty much straight after the final whistle um so we're unsure as of now how um serious the injury is obviously he was able to walk off the pitch, which you sometimes think maybe it's just maybe he felt something or something like that, but sometimes you know those kind of muscly type injuries are sometimes a little more sinister. Um, but obviously he won't be playing on the weekend against Shrewsbury in the FA Cup. I think we've got we've got a league game and then we've got our week off our winter break week. Um, so hopefully that's enough time for him to rest up, um, uh, which I think he's probably due a rest actually, you know, because obviously he had the African Cup of Nations uh, in the summer too. He didn't have too much of a break, um, so probably doing good to have a couple of weeks off. Uh, maybe that's just what his body needs. But yeah, let's see how bad the injury is. Um, Liverpool often have this thing where a player goes off, you know, uh, with an innocuous injury, and then they're gone for like you know seven, eight weeks. Um, and maybe it's because they like a longer rehabilitation. I don't know, but um, it'll be it will be very interesting to see what happens. Um, and obviously because of him going off uh, I was surprised when I saw this when I saw Minamino coming on uh, I did expect Divok to come on that has kind of normally been the uh, substitute of choice obviously Minamino is a new option but Minamino hasn't played too much I think he's, you know, he's only played against uh, Everton um, which was a tough game for him obviously his debut um, and I don't think I think this was a very very tough game for him to come into I think it was this was very much a baptism of fire for uh, Takumi Minamino um, he, I just, I, I feel like he failed to get into the game. Uh, in the second half, we moved to, well, I think we had a, kind of a bit of a shuffle. Uh, it looked like Minamino went out to the right, Oxley Chamberlain um, went on the left, and then Salah was playing as kind of like a number ten. Um, but Minamino, yeah, I feel like he just failed to get into the game. Obviously, he's a very different player to Sadio Mane as well, um, and and so that connection that Robertson, for, for example, has with Mane. Um, wasn't wasn't necessarily there and I think maybe that that also played into into some of the problems we had in the second half. Uh Robertson was um kind of it seemed all at sea against against Adama Traore and against Doherty on the right-hand side there. Uh obviously from the goal he he got beaten by him in his way too easily um and and then he kind of never failed to recover and then he had, he had another uh foul on Adama Traore uh fortunately for us just outside the box. And um yeah, I think Maybe the money thing affected him. I'm not sure, uh, or whether Robertson just had a bit of a stinker. Um, but uh, that's that's where kind of most of uh, Wolves' problems came from, uh, and with Adama Traore in particular. But yeah, just coming on, coming back to Minamino. I think this was a very tough game for him. Uh, I think he will play against Shrewsbury. I think he needs the minutes. Obviously, he had the winter break, or the extended winter break. Um, because he was in Germany, or he was in Austrian football. Sorry, before he came over, and so maybe he hasn't kind of uh, got that sharpness back after a couple of weeks of break, and then obviously he came in and wasn't, you know, wasn't starting and playing for us. Um, so you know, don't want to write him off or anything. Just it was a very tough start, and um, I'm sure he will get better in time as he learns our system better um, and just you know increases confidence with with the new team and stuff. But um, yeah, I think obviously once they scored the equaliser, it was like they they were definitely went 100% on top um and it looked like you know they were going to be the ones more likely to score the winning goal and make it 2-1 uh, than it was going to be us um but uh fortunately it was us it was a, we had a throw in kind of deep down the right hand side And the ball got into Mo Salah with a good bit of trickery there. I think nutmegging uh, one of the Wolves defenders. And then um, kind of, I think he almost got tackled, I think. Um, But luckily for us, the ball just fell to John Henderson. He was able to slip the ball in uh, to Roberto Firmino. And uh, he was able to just work the ball onto his left foot and then crash the ball into the top corner uh, to make it 2-1 in the 84th minute, I think it was something. So, you know, we we were in the last quarter of the game. Um, and, uh, yeah, it kind of just continues this whole, you know, mentality monsters thing. And, uh, you know, we don't, we don't know when we're beaten and all of these things that we, has become so synonymous with Liverpool this season. And, um, yeah, I think, you know, even when, even when we were under the caution you know the players were still running around, um, still getting into position. And even once we had gone 2-1 ahead, you know, they still had, uh, you know, legs, uh, to chase and close down, uh, Wolves obviously did have a chance right at the end. Diego Jota um, was just leaning back. It was a nice little cutback from uh, Raúl Jiménez, uh, but luckily for us, the ball went over the bar. Um, but obviously, the clean sheet went as well. But I don't think we're too worried about that. I think we come out of this game um, with a win, which is you know probably. Uh, midway through the second half more than we could have expected um, so yeah that, it's good for us to, to get that win as part of this game um, uh, an interesting stat, actually, that um, we'd actually don't play a top six team now until Manchester City in April. So we've got a good run, ge- good run of games here now, where we should be getting solid results. Obviously, once the Champions League starts back again, that will be another challenge as well. But um, yeah, 16 points clear again of Manchester City because they won uh, against Sheffield United uh, in the week, um, and obviously we still got that game in hand against West Ham, which I think is being played next week, I believe. Um, so that should be a good. There should be another chance for us to extend that lead. But uh, yeah, very much the the Liverpool train um, continues chugging on and continues on and doesn't show any signs of slowing down or or being disrupted in any way by any team. Um, but yeah, for me, the man of the match. I think in the game, in in on the broadcast. Sorry, um, Steve McManaman gave the man of the match to. Uh, Adama Traore and I can completely understand why you know he was a threat the entire game uh, and caused many problems for us in the second half but for me it was Jordan Henderson it just had to be obviously he got obviously apart from the goal and the assist which in most games would make you make you a man of the match just his control of the midfield his passing his energy it was just everything positive and everything great you want to see uh, from a midfield player and I think he was by far the most complete midfield player on the pitch um in this game uh, and I'm sure he will be in many games moving forward. But um, I think the shout out to Klopp, I think is, I guess mainly around Minamino, as we talked about before. Um, I guess just maybe easing him in. I don't think maybe this was the right game for him. Um, I'm sure maybe maybe Klopp just didn't trust Origi in this case. But but uh, we got the win nevertheless. That was the most important thing. That's what we what we need to do. Keep the keep the roll can um, continuing. And uh, yeah, we'll move on to the next game. Obviously, we've got the FA Cup in between. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode anyway. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for tuning in. I'll catch you on the next one.